Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old school business practices and their traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the suit and tie while offering you meaningful modern solutions to help enhance your company's growth and bottom line. I'm your host, Dave Kane. Businesses need to be extra vigilant these days from fraud and sexual harassment issues to compliance and safety concerns. There are so many reasons for a business owner to lay awake at night. Today's guest is Ray Dunkel, president and founder of Red Flag Reporting, a hotline provider based out of the Akron-Canton area, also known as Cleveland Browns territory. (laughs) Hotlines are reportedly the most effective way to defer fraud and other types of unethical behavior in the workplace. And with the Me Too movement continuing to gain momentum, I would imagine something like this can be a really great tool to take a proactive stance within your business. Let's get started. Glad to have you on Unsuitable, Ray. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks for making the trip down to Columbus, Ohio. It's, it's a pleasure. So uh, I want to just uh, um, note to our listeners, again, thanks for listening today. This is, uh, is going to be a, a pretty interesting, pretty different uh, presentation today. But uh, jump on the internet and Google Red Flag Reporting. And you'll see a lot of information about uh, your company. And I think that's a, that's a good start to our listeners. They can get a, a great feel for uh, your company and your people and the services within that. And we'll dig into that in a, in a little deeper. You know, also full disclosure, Ray and Associates has uh, been a long-term client of long-term. Red Flag Reporting. And, and an affiliate. And an affiliate. Yeah, so able to serve your clients directly with our offering. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We've got some great stories to tell. Uh, maybe not the best stories, but uh, from a business owner's perspective, but some reality really effective checks. reality uh, checks. Also, uh, I want to commend you. You're an entrepreneur. You started Red Flag Reporting. You uh, worked for many years, very successful CPA profession with a firm, and stepped away to to build and start Red Flag Reporting. So it's been a joy. I spent uh, 25 years in public accounting. I ended as a partner, and uh, we grew this uh, Red Flag, serving now clients in 50 countries. So um, it's it's been a joy to watch it grow. You know, lately in the news, especially the uh, Michigan State sexual harassment issues that developed uh, around that that program and in the physician you know if red flag reporting may have been a mechanism that folks could have used to, to bring that to the attention to the authorities. Yeah, that's absolutely the case. And actually, it's been a, it's a huge source of our growth right now is, is the whole Me Too movement. So whether it's uh, the issue up in Michigan or Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or what have you, people are finally paying attention. The surprising thing, though, is it's, it's that one thing that drives growth right now. So it's as if the world of fraud has gone away. It's as if the world of safety issues have gone away. It's as if the world of compliance issues have gone away. Those things have not gone away. <laughs> They're just not in the news right now. And I think that's what what, what always is uh, interesting to me is that there's so much more to this. You know, there's so many things that we can help with. And I just always hope that people don't lose sight of the other problems that are taking place in the business world right now. Sure. Uh, and and it's uh, somewhat cyclical, you know. It'll go back to fraud and then back to sexual harassment. There's just many things that are 
that are uh, happening in in the business environment that are exposing business owners to a tremendous amount of risk. A- absolutely. Fraud is what started this. So I was a forensic accountant and we started off as a fraud, fraud. hotline. Okay. And it was through our clients uh, themselves, not our own genius, that caused us to grow to where we are. So you know, we have a client that says, well, Ray, what about safety issues? Could you guys handle that? And, well, sure, we can handle that. So we, we added on safety issues. But again, uh, being humble, I'll say we stopped there. <laughs> You know, and then I have another client say, well, Ray, what about HR type issues? And so we added, and that's how we've grown. So anything unethical or unsafe in the workplace essentially is what sure. we can help people with. You know, we're talking in, we're talking about, you know, two main larger issues is one uh, from a business perspective is protect the business reputation and protect your bottom line. Right. The things that you had mentioned, fraud, harassment, safety, uh, would impact both of those areas. So, Absolutely. You know, our business owners and our clients that we we talk to, we always talk about, you know, risk and how to mitigate risk and create value. If we can create value, I mean, you've you worked in the CPA profession, we can eliminate the risk. Yeah, if you, your goodwill is a huge source of the value of your business. That's what I, I led forensic and business valuation practice. And goodwill is what drives value. You hammer your, your your goodwill, you hurt your reputation, and a lifetime of hard work can go down the drain very quickly. So yeah, being able to protect that reputation is key. So let's uh, let's dive into this a little bit with a couple examples and stories. Uh, certainly, um, you know the benefits. What are the benefits of a hotline or or whistleblower mechanism? What are the benefits? Yeah, let me. So the obvious one that that comes to mind is the idea of detecting problems, and that that one's sort of the obvious. So we have an issue that's taking place for whatever reason, an employee is not comfortable coming through an open door. And by the way, all my clients have open door policies, and all my non-clients think they have open door policies, and they probably do, but that doesn't mean that the average employee is comfortable walking through that open door. That's the beauty of the hotline, is they can be anonymous, but bring an issue uh, to light. Now, so that the obvious thing that people think about is the whole detection issue, and that's going to be great. Uh, the, the statistics from the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners, just to take one angle, say, it is having a hotline it's the most cost-effective uh, internal control that you can have. Beyond that, you have groups like the Society of Human Resource Management, the American Institute of CPAs, all saying that this is a great practice. But we're all focusing on the idea of detection. So enough said uh, on that. I think. I mean, I think everybody listening sure. to this will get that idea. We find something out sooner than we prevent a problem. Well, here's the other two big be- benefits for a service like this. The, the second one is deterrence. If you look at the COSO report, going back to a financial angle, the COSO report says. That the greatest way that you can avoid uh, dishonesty from a financial sense is having a strong tone at the top. Now, I think it would uh, stand a reason that that's going to be true in any type of area. So whether it's harassment right. or discrimination, a strong tone at the top. Now, clients will spend a lot of time and money working towards that, but a service like ours is going to to help and en- en- uh, enhance that re- that uh, deterrence aspect. So if I know that my organization has a hotline in place, Am I less likely to do something that's not so smart? I do a lot of public speaking on how to avoid being victimized by fraud, for example. One of the things I ask people to do is to put themselves in the situation anywhere in life. Have you ever had the little devil on your shoulder and the little angel on a shoulder? 
And if we're all honest, we'd say yes. And we'd also say yes, at some point or another, I flicked that little angel right off, <laughs> right off my shoulder. For some of us, maybe more severe than others. But the point is, is when that hotline's in place and you have posters hanging up and you have ongoing messaging about ethical behavior in the workplace, people are going to know that you're paying attention. They're also going to know that their coworkers have an opportunity to speak up if, right. if something's wrong. So deterrence is number two. The third, other, uh, third number three that's big is defense, so affirmative defense. So let's, let's play out the unfortunate situation where something actually does go wrong. So let's, let's take it's discrimination, it's harassment, it's, it's whatever. It's not that the organization condones that behavior, and it's not even a reflection on the management or the ownership of that organization, but let's say someone really did go off the ranch and do something wrong. If an organization can demonstrate that, hey, this isn't us that did this, this is an individual, and in fact, we've done all the right things to make sure that these things don't happen, we've done training, we have an open-door policy. Oh, by the way, we have an independent hotline that if the client's not comfortable com- or the employee's not comfortable coming to me directly, they can go to this independent hotline, still communicate with us, but be completely anonymous. It, it shows that the client has done all the right things. They've made themselves available in multiple channels, so direct or indirect through the hotline. And it will make it far more difficult to lose a lawsuit and far more difficult to be fined. Sure. sure. Let's play that out a little bit. Let's say that there's an employee that uh, calls the whistleblower the hotline in regards to a sexual harassment issue that they're totally uncomfortable going to anyone in the organization. So they will call the hotline. Is it anonymous? It is. So it's at their choice. Uh, so, and they actually have what's um, fantastic is they have six different ways they can get a hold of us. But one of the ways it's anonymous phone call. And by the way, with red flag reporting, there is no hold time. And that's a big deal because if you hold find, time, what is hold time? Hold time. So I call and I want to report oh, something and press one. Now get you're this on hold. Head, press for, two. Then, okay. And then you're on hold for 10 minutes. It's that, automatic. That's not going to happen with us. And that's key because if you put yourself in the position of an employee that's finally reached a point where you're uncomfortable, you do not want to call and be on hold for 10 minutes. Uh, You can rationalize. Yeah, it's immediate. So that's key. So anyway, they have the choice to be anonymous or not. Um, And even if they choose to be anonymous, let's, let's role play. Let's pretend you're the employer and I'm the person that's concerned. You and I can actually communicate with each other directly through the software. You have no idea who I am, but you might have follow-up questions about my concern, and I can update you. I might have updates for you, and I can give them to you. I might be concerned that a policy was violated, and you could actually get me the policy and have me look at, direct me right to what to look at, so you could get the policy. All this can take place while uh, you have no idea who I am. So it's very powerful, again, for that employee that's not comfortable coming right to your door, uh, it gives them another avenue. And go back to that affirmative defense that takes away the excuse that I had nowhere to go uh, because they do. They, they do. Yeah. Okay, so the, the call comes in and now we're, you know, there's there's a method to get the information to the business owner. Correct. And do you as or someone in your organization, is it a, is it a obviously it's a live conversation. Correct. And uh, what's the the time between the conversation and when you get back to to me as the owner with the issue. Actually, and, and again, a little bit plug for us, but this is a differentiator for us. We're the only ones that can make this claim. It's immediate. Um, so when a report is filed, you will be notified uh, immediately two ways. You'll get a text alert and an email alert that something has happened. 2 a.m. in the morning. 2 a.m. in the morning. You are going to have that alert. We, we're finished with the call at 2 a.m. in the morning. At 2.01, you have the alert in the email. 
bringing it to your attention. So let's play that out. Let's let's look at a fraud case uh, that's been going on for eighteen months. That's a that's a typical time frame right. for for a fraud. It's been going on for eighteen months. If you get a report and it takes six hours for you to be notified about that report, with a fraud case, that might not be a big deal. Let's say that you have a, he- a piece of heavy equipment that's malfunctioning and is put- putting people's lives at risk. A six-hour delay might be all the difference in the world. So being notified immediately is is key. You will be alerted two different ways. We'll actually have at least two people that we're alerting. So we have checks and balances okay. in place. If one of those people is actually the source of the concern, for example, we have someone else that we can get a hold of. Okay. Keep playing, uh, playing this out. Okay. Let's say that uh, I get a report mm-hmm. uh, from you at 2.01 a.m. in the morning. Yep. And months, weeks, and months go by and I don't do anything about that call, what happens next? That's on you. So uh, that's going to be your responsibility. We do not take any uh, responsibility for resolving the issues for you. Now, one of the things that's great for uh, Ray's clients is that if there is a financial issue, you folks will jump in and help them understand it right away and help them get to the bottom of it. So that is a distinct advantage for your clients uh, that affiliate, uh, that use our, our service right. through the affiliation. Uh, but beyond that, it, it, you have to think about it this way. It's going to be no different than if someone walked into your office and said, I'm being discriminated against, or um, someone mailed you an anonymous letter. You're going to have to take action, but that's going to fall into your that's, court. That's on, that's on management. That's on the board, et Correct. cetera. Correct. Okay. So, and that, that, that will lead to the question that some people listening might have is like, who do we tell? We tell whoever you, our client tells us to tell and only those individuals. So it could be the CEO, could be the board, could be the company attorney, could yep. be anybody that uh, that company does. And we select. recommend diverse areas. So yeah, different departments, perhaps you want to avoid collusion. A lot of our not-for-profit clients will have a board member be notified, et cetera. So there's a check and balance that Absolutely. if, um, again, let's use the Me Too movement, that if something were to happen, there are going to be several people in the organization that find out about it. And I, that's the check and balance that there will be something done. That's correct. And, and even if that accusation isn't true, that protects the executive. So let's say there's an exe- accusation against the president. The president is someone who gets the reports, but it's not true. Let's just play out that scenario. The fact that it will go to another person is going to protect the president. So the president cannot be accused of having covered it up and buried it. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was going to ask you, let's say uh, you and I work together. I just got my uh, annual review and I didn't get very nice raise and I'm mad as heck as you and I'm going to start making stuff up and calling the hotline every half hour on you. So most common question I get actually, and this, this is so for context, we've been in business for nine years. We uh, serve clients in 50 countries. Uh, our largest, our, let's, let's go, our smallest client has eight employees. Eight, okay. Our largest client has 30,000 employees plus 4 million constituents that can use red flag reporting. So you can see there's a pretty, pretty broad range there. So, and again, 50 countries. So you can, you think about the size, you think about the time frame, you think about the geographic reach that we have. And I share that because in all that time among all those clients, I have only twice, this is this sounds exaggerated, I have only twice had a client call me up and say, hey, Ray, we looked into a case and found it was not true. Only twice. Now, now I will put a caveat in there that our clients aren't required to give us that sort of right. update, 
But my point is, if that was a significant issue, I think I would hear it more. Okay. And part, part of the training that we help our clients do with their employees is really stress what is acceptable, what, what should be reported versus okay. what should be reported. So this service is available for companies of all levels, shapes, and sizes, as you mentioned, all industries, doesn't matter whether it's manufacturing, professional services, medical, correct, anything and everything. Everything. I, I People do ask me what industries are best served by this, and it's a little bit facetious, but I'd say if, if it's an industry that employs human beings, <laughs> you know, that's what the, we're, we're all capable of going off the ranch. We're all capable of making bad decisions. And then the idea is, is to prevent one bad apple from spoiling the bunch. It sounds like it's pretty expensive. It's not. It's uh, surprisingly affordable. I, I routinely, I, I would tell you two to three times a week, I hear that's not what I was expecting when I give a price quote. And, and they're expecting much higher. Hey, we're both CPAs. Give me the return on investment. Yeah, so let, let me give you a, a real case that'll give you a re- sure. re, uh, return Change on investment. Change names, yeah, right? I, I will not give any names. I won't give the industry, but this is a real case. So um, Now we're getting to the good stuff. This, and this is practical. And I'm, I'm going to give one specific topic, but this example repeats itself daily with us among, again, unsafe, unethical behavior of all types. But just a very practical, real example. We had a case come in for one of our clients. Our client pays $2,500 per year for this service. And now that, um, we have many clients that pay less than that. So uh, anybody listening to this, I would say, just give a call to Chris and at Ray here um, and find out a price, get a quote. Um, Is that a, the famous Chris Lieb tag? Chris Lieb tag. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. And and to make sure you get a quote, um, there is uh, nothing to lose and probably a very pleasant surprise. But anyway, so this client pays $2,500 per year. They have uh, multiple facilities along the East Coast. Uh, at one of their facilities, they had an individual who was being racially harassed. And this was a no-brainer case. One, the victim was a longtime, trusted, and credible employee. Two, many coworkers were also credible witnesses to what was occurring. Three, there was written, clear written documentation with an audit trail. It was a slam dunk that this fellow was being racially harassed. Anyway, his approach was, I just want to be treated with respect. That's... It's all we all want. He just wanted to be treated with respect. So what he did, he was at a branch location. I mentioned they have multiple locations. They have a branch location. He doesn't know anyone at corporate. He doesn't really know how to get a hold of them. But he does know red flag reporting because there's a poster hanging up in his break room. So he calls us. And he shares with us his experience. And he actually shares with us copies of the written documentation that I alluded to. We get the report. Within a minute, as I said, within a minute, literally, our client is aware of this issue. Uh, Within a half hour, they already have the victim on the phone, and they're consoling him, letting them know that they care, and they're taking action. Roll the tape forward a bit. They do their investigation, innocent unless proven otherwise. They do their investigation. The, The culprit, the bad guy, gets terminated. The victim is grateful that his employer cared enough to take action, and that was it. The victim didn't really have an interest in suing, getting a settlement, anything of that nature. The victim just wanted to be treated with respect, which, again, I think we can all appreciate. Roll the tape forward a little bit further. Our client's legal counsel tells them, gets back to them and says, 
with the fact pattern, the credibility of the people, the credibility of the evidence, the severity of what was taking place between legal fees, settlements, or worse, and fines, you're looking at uh, over $200,000 in damages. And so my client was pretty happy that they avoided all that. And it was a slam. I mean, this one is a slam dunk. So I shared with him that one case approximately paid for our service for 100 years. That was just one case. And that's a real, you do the math. If it's over 200,000. It's a good rate of return there. It's a very high rate of return. So uh, let me throw a couple other things in the time we have left at you. Kind of situations and you go, yeah, we got that. We can have had that. What about, uh, let's talk about financial, things like theft, collusion, price fixing. All of those, absolutely. Again, we started off as as a fraud hotline. So that was the beginning. We have seen anything from that to people stealing inventory at a at a um, retail outlet. Uh, in a retail outlet, we've actually, one of the more off-the-wall cases we uncovered was the uh, drugs being sold in and out of a, a location of a pizza shop chain. So again. HR issues. We already talked about that. I'm, I'm going to guess uh, harassment, sex, age, gender, sexual orientation, religion, any kind of discrimination going on can be reported through can, the hotline. Can be reported, and it's actually a specific. Those are every one of those that you just said are specific options on our reporting channel. Safety issues. Safety issues, absolutely. So, uh, anything from improper dumping of materials that could be caustic to um, one that comes to mind very quickly is uh, overhead crane. Someone, someone thinking that the joystick that was controlling the the overhead crane with a metal beam on it was a fun toy. And while employees were walking underneath. So uh, to uh, driving a forklift drunk, driving a backhoe drunk. Forklift races in the back. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, across it, I shouldn't laugh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Compliance issues. Compliance issues, very robust there. Both, Smoking weed in the parking lot. You you can cover it. Yep, drugs. And then and the compliance issues, by the way, can go, can get further uh, into uh, those related to medical practices. So it's, again, very, very diverse. Can the hotline be used as a suggestion box? Absolutely. So about, uh, so any of our clients, now what's interesting about, again, with our offering, so you're, you're hearing all these different things. So safety, compliance, financial, HR. Uh, one thing that's beautiful about our pricing structure too, it's you pick and choose which of those categories you want and it doesn't affect your pricing. So if you want them all, you can have them all. Suggestion box is one of them. Uh, interestingly, only about 40% of our clients choose suggestion box. Um, so I don't know if people just don't want <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't want good suggestions, but uh, yeah, about 40% choose suggestion box. So in the next few minutes we have left, uh, let's uh, let's quickly cover, uh, you covered a lot of stuff. And, and again, going back to protect your reputation and protect your bottom line and the rate of return on this is just fantastic. Uh, how do I get started? How do our listeners get started if they like what they hear? Yeah, just give Chris take a call and he is going to walk you through it. Here's the, here's the beautiful part. So... One, there is not an employer out there, and I'm very serious about this, price is not going to be an issue because the price is always scaled based off your employee account, and it's going to be a relatively small cost per employee. So the price will not be an issue. I assure you that. So give Chris a chance to to give you that quote. Um, But then beyond that, Chris is going to give you a very easy step-by-step instructions other than the multinational clients that we have, which, you know, is not going to be the norm, the setup time would probably take a typical client about two hours. Two hours? Okay. Yeah, so quick. it's not, not complicated. Not at all. Not expensive. Not at all. 
compared to the uh, the benefits um, and compared to the consequences. You know, let's close with with one last question. Again, this is more out of curiosity. Out of uh, all the claims that or or conversations or calls that you're getting now, that your organization Red Flag Reporting is getting, what percentage of those? Or sexual harassment issues. So at the moment, it's it's a high percentage. High percentage. Um, so when I say high, it's it would be in the neighborhood of thirty percent. So it's not like the Me Too movement has gotten people, everybody picking up the phone and calling. But in general, the HR issues are the majority over time period. So it doesn't matter what's making the headlines, right. HR issues, financials also a big one. Um, safety it actually goes HR related, safety, financial. Now, the big thing here is, so we talked about the scenario, what if someone's playing games? And I talked about how that really doesn't right. happen. The other thing that that happens is the reports we get by far and large are significant. So they're typically not someone calling to complain that a coworker is leaving a dirty coffee cup laying around. Uh, it, they are significant issues. They sure. are without a doubt something you're glad you Great. heard about. Great. Our guest today has been Ray Dunkel, president and founder of Red Flag Reporting, located in Akron, Ohio. And Ray, great uh, presentation today. Uh, we're going to have to have you come back and have another presentation. The podcast community is going to uh, really enjoy uh, this presentation. So Be my enjoyed pleasure. it. There are really a lot of great issues and uses for hotlines and whistleblowers. Thank you for joining us to talk about some of these benefits. Great job, Ray. Listeners, if you'd like to learn more about hotlines or Red Flag Reporting, Send an email to contact us at raycpa.com. Not only can we put you in touch with, with Ray, we can also put you in touch with Chris Liebtag, a president of Ray Consulting Group. And we'll be happy to share our own experiences with Red Flag Reporting and the service uh, with you guys. If you enjoyed this episode of Unsuitable, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, or pass it on to a friend. We also have videos of each episode on YouTube. Until next time, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray and Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.